0: Today's episode is sponsored by GalaxyCon, a three-day event celebrating the greatest sci-fi show of the 80s, Galaxy Quest. Use promo code OMEGA13 for 30% off three-day passes. Now let's fire up those time circuits, set it to 1999, because today we're traveling back in time to revisit Galaxy Quest.
1: my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit.
0: welcome back to another episode of 88 miles per hour podcast i am your host santos and as always i'm joined by
2: freddie morales
0: (laughs) are you doing the voices of the of the termites is that what you (laughs) do
1: how are you today Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs)
0: All <laughs> right, on. Well, today is uh, obviously you know if you read the description, you know what you're getting into. But we have a special movie in store today. But before that, we have a guest. We could say it's our very first stand-up comedian joining us today. He's performed <laughs> at the Improv. He's performed at the Haha ha Cafe Flappers. You, you right? And then where
1: else?
0: Yeah. Oh, both uh, I on. Called. Oh, and the ice house—that's right, ladies and gentlemen. That is our our special guest comedian, Mr. Carlos Medrano, also co-host of the Brothers Bear Podcast.
3: Yeah. I just leave right now.
1: <laughs> He's like, "All
3: right, I'm done. Thank you very much. Thank you. He's
0: like, "Yeah, so we got, we got, we got this uh, exciting it's party show. time. It's party times. Yeah, it's parties. We got, we got fun times." Before the holidays.
3: <laughs> and party times. And party times. Well, the limited party times. So, so before. And if I knew was- how to make like DJ beats and stuff, that would be my drop. But like party times, and, poof, and then a amino drop. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Every time. time you walk out. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we got Carlos here, who's a
0: who's a comedian. Actually, you know what's crazy? In this episode, I got two, perf- two stage performers right now, man. It's mira, like I mean I mean a stage performer. Mira. <laughs>
2: <laughs> muy chingón, muy chingón.
3: Made... difference is that one dances and sings and the other one attempts to dance and sing.
2: Hey, that's pretty good. That's a good balance right there, right? I think <laughs> <know>. <laughs> Yeah, that's just
0: true. Good. And then, you know, well, with Carlos, let's let's uh, let's learn a little about about his stand-up.
2: a ver, a ver Carlos.
0: So when when did you start uh, doing? You know, so people could get to know. It's like who's this guy Carlos? I want to know about him. You know, so so when did you get? When did you start your career of comedy? Like when did you get into it?
3: Well, it all happened a long time ago. <laughs> uh, I, the first time I ever actually got up on stage was what I think I was a junior in high school. That was like my first ever itch. Yeah. And then after that, it was kind of hard because it's like. Uh, I mean, now looking back at, like, some of these, like, stories of comedians, like, especially, like, Chappelle and stuff, um, where they had, like, his mom, like, took him to clubs and stuff. Like, I'm kind of, like, I don't know how the hell... Like, I want to know how he did that, you know? Like, how clubs let him in. But I know Chappelle has always been Chappelle and other comedians who, like, were just that great that got put in, you know? Um, After that, it was just kind of on and off. And uh, I think maybe from that point on, it was... I wasn't taking it serious as much as I should have. And then it wasn't until I hit 24, I think. So it was like a long gap. It was always here and there, here and there, or I would go show face and just, I was always around the scene. No matter what, I was always around the scene. Cause I love it. I love comedy. I love improv. I love like standup comedy itself. But then by 20, no, I was actually 23 because I remember I had this tweet <laughs> from long ago saying that Blink-182 once told me that nobody likes you when you're 23 and I thought 23 was like a great year for me yeah so 23 and on that's when I was like you know what no and then I just really started going into the comedy game and then after that like you know I I ran my own shows I was networking and then um, it took a while but then finally like I started getting shows on Fridays I started getting shows on Saturdays and that was, like, a long time coming for me because before that, I was, like, Sunday through Thursday at most, you know, maybe Wednesday. Like, I did a lot yeah. of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday shows. But then the first time I ever did a Friday show or Saturday show was the Ha Ha. And then shortly after, I did a show, uh, let's see, I did a show at the Ice House, but they have two rooms. I mean, they have the main room and the side stage, like, the, uh, stage two. So I kept doing that, stage two, and I was like, oh, man, like, I, I really want to do the main room. I want, I really want to do the main room. And then I bam. Can smell, like, I it. can smell the main yeah. room from here. And then I finally did the main room, and oh, my God, the energy in that room, it was just, whoo, like, right there. That, that could have been it for me. Yeah. <laughs> I would have <walked> out. <laughs> and it sucks, because, like, these last two years,
0: like, you've just, like, been, it's been a momentum for you going up. And then... <laughs> the virus just kicks in and just like stops oh, yeah, for yeah. everybody.
3: Just like many people, I thought going into 2020, like this is going to be my year because I was going pretty strong. <laughs> like almost every week, every month I had something coming up. Like, I mean, I mean, now I'm a dad, but that, that gave me more motivation to go up and even talk about them on stage. It's just, I have twins. So there's a lot of comedians. We talk about being a dad or talking about this and that, but I thought I had, like, the upper advantage of, like, no comic is talking about being a
2: dad of twins.
1: Yeah. So me, there me, I was.
2: Let me ask you how, I mean, I respect you being a comedian because it's something I've never done. Um, I'm a singer and a performer, and that takes a lot to go out there and have confidence. But being up there and bringing up your jokes, especially nowadays, I mean, you got to be political, correct? How, how do you i just want to ask you how do you prepare or what kind of uh, material do you say you know what i'm going to share it. now that you have like your subject is your family you got twins that's great you know not a lot of fathers have twins so yeah i'll be interested in hearing some comedian talking about their twins and their family life within that and then you got some other people who don't like family jokes or whatever but you have to like tailor your style so how do you how do you pick that for me it was like i felt
3: in the beginning i was very honestly my first couple of years when i i I first attempted like i don't even find not that i it wasn't serious because that was my stepping stone but looking back it's like uh, dude like it's cringeworthy to me Mm
1: -hmm.
3: like i feel like i know they say like you don't find your voice until like way later and i felt like yeah within these last two years it's like boom i finally got it like yeah my my buddy, one of my best friends, Jonathan, he kept telling me, dude, like every time he would see me, because he used to be with my buddy where he came with me to open mics and he would be the one that would read the audience for me. But every time I got off, he would always tell me, he's like, dude, you're you're not being real. You're like, you're too serious up there. That's what I kept getting
2: told. You like, you're what? too serious up there. You're so right about that. because You gotta take that, like I have a good best friend who knows me, I mean, he, we've known each other for five, so him and I are like, t- I mean, we are so like he knows me exactly how I feel about music. And he always tells me, he was like, Freddie, man, you're you weren't singing with passion like you were singing it in the car when we were going to the studio. So it's good to have that because it 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 kind of prepares you and molds your your talent. And I think like Yeah I being a comedian, you have to have experiences in life. Like, okay, if you're 20 cracking jokes, we're gonna crack jokes about. You're gonna be cracking jokes up to that that age group 20 is and i think if, uh, when you get more experience like in your 30s or you get married some drastic change in your life then i think it's something that you can build from you know what I'm saying? and then
3: that's that's also what started happening too like I, in the early days like i felt like yeah i had some stories to share and tell and find a way to tweak it up you know gabriel Iglesias was always an idol of mine because watching him was like i want to do that that's what i've always been known for was telling stories anywhere i went i would show up and everyone would be like, oh, call hey, you, you know everything you know everything that, that happened that we don't so it's just like i was always the guy that like filled in the pieces because i remember everything right and like it was always animating a story it was always telling the story way better that's than fun. everyone else like yeah, yeah that's fun you know it, it was how do you because when people tell stories there's two types where it's like someone will say a whole story and then they're just standing there like awkward and they didn't, like, chuckle. They didn't do anything. And in the end, they're like, oh, no, never mind. You, you had to be there.
1: Yeah. So they,
2: exactly. And you there's in, in some, yeah, you're, they ruined the story. And all that. Like, then, what ha- so what happened, know? dude? Well, she went over there, and then the guy got on top of her, and then and then that was it.
0: Like, what the? F- what? <laughs> you had to be
3: there. But
2: then I slowly
3: started grabbing stories where I knew, you know, that I can, like. It, it it's not just a you had to be there story like if i could sell it well right and right. Made it well like just do all that then
2: it didn't matter if you had to be there hey that's talent I man you gotta have talent to tell your story you know you gotta use the words you gotta use some <laughs> kind of you know you know your 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 body to tell a story you know to let it out you know because you know then it gets boring and then people <laughs> just go to another stream or they go to another podcast you know what i'm saying <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah but that is an easy way out man if you're telling a story and it's garbage <laughs> at the end and no one laughs just say you know what yeah. you had to be there
1: exactly. so then no it makes them feel out. like
0: man maybe i should have been there yeah no it's not my fault what? i can tell it good you just you weren't there
3: or my favorite is one. my favorite is when they're done and they just look at
2: you and go no no <laughs> You know? okay Moving on, moving on. You don't like it? You don't like the story? Then fuck you. <laughs> hey, edit that then, one, okay? Yeah, them, or PG-13. Uh, <laughs> okay. I think we're cursed for like, the time. recent
3: shows, too. Whatever? Like, after the recent shows, my, my girlfriend game, like, became, like, a big part of my material. Oh, yeah, the but girlfriend. suicide also, too, it's so like, you know? I, I would always be like, look, hey, I have this premise of an idea. Like, what do you think, you know? And she'll be like, mm, like, Show okay it or not or like maybe you should do it like this so it was always kind of like
1: uh,
2: you know my friend was always there because sometimes you know but, you're like your girlfriend, your girlfriend don't tell you uh oh, you know and then you you're like no my gut feeling is this one baby no no baby you gotta go this way no 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 I'm <laughs> going, i gotta go this way baby my gut feeling my, my three are coming out i gotta go that way
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's good because
2: she helps you make those decisions you know mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: But I mean, it was really taking some of the darkest stories and just finding humor out of them. So that—that's honestly what I started doing. And then, like, it, it was weird. Like, I mean, Sandos could tell you, but it's like in the beginning days. Like, I remember when they would tell me, like, "Oh, you got like five minute sets," and I was just like, "Oh, damn!" But five minutes felt like forever, man. And now it's really? like when I
2: five minutes. That- five yeah. minutes is five minutes is one song for me, dude. Enjoy the silence. Thank you very much. Good night, and you can uh, follow me. <laughs> <laughs> damn five minutes is so, what how many co- how many jokes in five minutes for you i mean for mean? me that's like
3: two bits maybe three two at bits? most
2: three bits wow yeah okay. so you, like, you just you guys, like you guys go by bits
3: yeah yeah oh, okay it's hey, like well, i mean okay. everyone's different they have their bits or they have like their setup punch so they can do like quick line like one-liners and keep going like i mean the perfect example i knew he has like the, uh, like it's changed a little bit like like Felipe Esparza has like a bunch of one liners, you know, mm. so it's just like he'll set up and then punch like the ABC format. And I, I, I've, I've always wanted to write like that, but I was always more of a storyteller. So it's just like, all right, I could do this bit. I could do that bit or this story I could do like in a quick minute and a half or a minute, you know.
2: It's like you got to find your niche right you can't copy like it's not copying, I mean look I think our comedian theme I mean, I, I'm a big comedian, I mean I walk, grew up watching Robin Williams Richard Pryor. Fuck, you name it from the guys from the late 70s 80s and 90s and then a few to today, but you know you have to find your niche I think that's, I think that's how you use like you your personality. You have to bring in your personality, you know, you, you, yourself. You know, like, this is my personality. <laughs> really this, is, this is me. It's like, hey, aren't you Dave Gone? Why are you talking like a though? Hey, I don't know, man. It just comes out, okay? <laughs> it just comes out. I was from Linwood, grew up in Southgate, all my homies. And they, hey, I was talking like that. One day
0: you should just sing like that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm coming out with a new a Christmas. Uh, a, It's coming out soon. It's a Christmas Dave Gone carol album and it's gonna be i thought you
0: i thought you're gonna say like a a a christmas album cholo
3: version
2: cholo version cholo version let me show you the world in my eyes hey what's up it's
3: no good
2: strange love Strange accent, straight. straight. No, no, never let me down. Again. <laughs> hey, you oh, ne- never let me down. Yeah, what's instead all you like, Little
3: instead of little 15, little quinceañera, <laughs> <laughs> little quinceañera,
2: tere, tere, you never gave me your cake.
0: You'll get my life.
2: Don't forget the
3: centerpiece.
0: <laughs> pronto,
2: pronto en venta este domingo para Christmas. <laughs> oh, go out and buy it. Go out and buy it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: yeah, so Carlos, with your comedy, um, I mean, obviously, it's kind of hard now because it's not like we could say like, yeah, you know what? It's like. I've been here and here this year. Like, you could check me out. Coming up, I have this show. Cause like with Freddie, every other week, he's like, yeah, man, like I, I this one I've got canceled or just, you know, I got- <laughs> It's like up. we
2: had conversation with canceled. Hey, what's up Freddie? Canceled it. Really? Canceled it. That's what I'm going to say, dude. I'm moving <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. You <laughs> yeah. got invited to
0: audition for America's Got Talent. It wasn't yeah, like- Yeah, that, that
1: was
3: That wow. was crazy. I had did a, a, a comedy competition and a producer who, who happens to be like, who works for, uh, I was going to say American Idol <laughs> for America's Got Talent was one of the judges and she like loved my set. So that's when she kind of gave me like a stepping stone of like, look put my name and this and that. So, I mean, I've auditioned two years in a row. I know there's, from what I've heard, there have been many comedians who like don't get on the first year, second year, like, it takes a long time for sometimes comedians to be on there. But the fact that like, I just, she got me in these last two years where I skipped a line, you know, like there's some people who wait long, you know, it's, there are some that do the traditional way where you wait hours and hoping to get big, but if a producer sees you, then there's that other way. I mean, that's, uh, that's advice for, for performers in general. Like if you want to get on a show where, if you know where someone's at uh, audition for them and then if they like you that's how you'll have that front of the line pass you know just like it's that? not just like
1: just
2: like that huh just like that
1: yeah 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 i, I mean
2: i sing yeah you should
1: <laughs> you hey should i got go the there. studios
2: back here in my i got the studios back here i got cbs studio back here in my backyard there
0: you go I, just I just there. go show up
1: Yo oh, sarté, yeah. <laughs> I can sing. <laughs> Are you
2: a Depeche Mode fan, really? All oh, right, I'm going to sing the song for you, okay?
1: <laughs> you, no, you should go on
0: Mi Nombre s. <laughs> hey, you'd probably do good on that. You know that show? It, I mean, I believe it's in Mexico. I don't know where it's at, but it's uh, Mi Nombre
2: s. Mi Nombre Es. There's another one too, but the, it's uh, the uh, these actors doing cara, cara, and they're all doing tributes. So I was like, wow, it's like, hey, I, I was doing it first. Oh, i was the, doing <laughs> that's the one that's on right now right yeah cada cada which is uh yeah famous actors and man they, they did a pretty good one they did it i mean they're really good actors and they're singing like there was jose jose there was is fernandez there was you know people are like hey, people the white people are going hey what is vicente fernandez is what is that who is that To check it out google it um <laughs> yeah they just did elvis okay? <laughs> you know they did elvis but you know that yeah, they're doing tribute shows First they were doing lip sync and then that got old and now they're doing tributes. So and was like, Hey man, I know how to do that.
0: That's why like, I never understood why What is was that MTV show where they lip sync. Like, I don't get what's the fascination. They karaoke? Yeah. <sighs> because they're Dude, not like the celebrities were coming. and it's just like, but they're lip
3: sync. Like
2: nah, that's whack, bro. I, oh, wait, I couldn't, no. I couldn't watch it. What are
3: you talking? All right. So that was the first one. Say what karaoke was the one back in the day. And then like, late 90s early 2000s and then now they have the the one that's like super popular is a uh, lip sync battle yeah that's yeah, the one dude. i'm talking about
0: because that's... they're they're not seeing they're just like pretending to sing and everyone's like i like all going crazy like wow they're what are do they
2: doing? dude i did lip syncing before i even sang so there is a there is a i mean there is i get it there is a certain talent of really you know there's some good lip singers I saw a lip-syncing guy down so in you Hollywood. You were a TikToker before a TikToker. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. Hey, hey I, you, hey, you got to start somewhere, man. You know, you got to start like a lip singer, and then you get a little higher, and then you become a professional singer. Hey, like you, you started somewhere too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the like beginning the... time, con... Yeah, so hey, I started lip-syncing, but watching it like that, you know what? When they blow it up and they they make it like to. Like, that show, it just looks so just, uh and then you see all these actors, and you're like, dude, uh, please, please. That's what I'm Leave
1: saying. Through the, like,
0: the only thing they're doing is is dressing up and, like, mimicking, like, because everyone keeps sharing the one of Spider-Man, because he's like, oh, look at him, but he's not singing. It's more like no, just, like, a that's... show. I, I'm going to put on a show and dance.
2: Yeah, it's like it, it's like the uh the high the the, uh, the school shows they used to have in high school. It's like we're doing yeah. a lip sync show. Let's go. Okay, come on, Deborah, Steve. <laughs> a, I did that. In that. Third Call grade. Pedro is Pedro invited? Yes, Pedro can come. You can do Greece. Yeah, I did yakety yak in 3rd grade. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I did a Duran Duran lip sync in 84. I was 14 years old, dude. And and,
0: maybe, and we, that's why everyone called you Mr. Duran Duran. over Duran
2: Duran. Mr. Rio. Mr. Rio. And I'm going to be a Lucio, singer, Dad. Okay. But, Dad, I'm going to be a singer. Go, Duran Duran over there.
3: Isai, like, you better say a, a prayer. I'm not hungry. Come on, wolf.
2: está mi está mi tiene más hambre como un lobo. <laughs> 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 and that's a Duran Duran
0: Talk <laughs> with 88 Mile yes. Mountain Broadcasters. And we just all took
2: right. over Carlos. I know. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, well, Carlos, all right, let's let's get let's get some inside okay. of you. Like what's your favorite movie?
3: Uh, Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind has always been a, one of my favorite movies. But what so Jaws uh, is
0: not like your all-time favorite?
3: Well, yeah, Jaws is still my number 1 and then right underneath that would be um, Eternal Sunshine. And I feel like it was a third one, but like I can't think of what. But like movies that I'm like I can watch like a list of movies that I know I can watch without like never getting tired of it is uh, The Professional or aka Leon the Professional if it's yeah. on i'll watch it the fifth element i'll watch it from like beginning to end you know uh shawshank green mile yeah uh, uh the perks of being a wallflower i love that movie as well and then ironically um guilty pleasure but if baby boy is on for some reason <laughs> <laughs> baby boy. i'll watch the hell out of baby boy
0: <laughs> he's like don't talk bad about that film yeah.
3: <laughs> right on all right plastic.
0: last thing all right music where do you stand on music what is your favorite artist currently and what is your all-time
3: uh right circus survive the drums are another band that i'm like constantly li- listening to like i i get stuck listening to the drums a lot and then tokyo police club and then it's kind of everywhere uh then the ED- edm scene kind of jumped in and i love those types of festivals and, and vibing with friends and just anything with the live music scene i mean coachella's not i'm glad i, I went to the last non-hollywoodish coachella which yeah, was yeah. in 2010 because yeah. after yeah. that it just kind of took a different
2: oh my god paris turn. hilton you're so cool
3: he,
0: it's very
2: <laughs> much like a instagram oh my god Playtime. justin bieber you're so
0: cool it's like everybody's going because they want the gram <laughs> And it's all these artists that would have never been there when it first yeah. came
2: out. One
3: of my friends, I mean, we had separated, but one of my friends had bumped into uh, Vanessa Hudgens and she went up to her. like She's like, the way how she was dressed, all like the what you would think the Coachella girls would yeah. look like. And she asked for a picture from her and then she just said, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm not doing that right now. And then she just kind of walked away. Well, <laughs> <Or> like, <laughs> I'm going to take one anyways,
0: <laughs> clack. That's what I would have done.
2: <laughs> Dude, here, here on uh, Melrose in Fairfax where I live, we have Coachella sales. So, you know, all those girls come over here and they say, oh, my God, what are you going to wear for Coachella? Well, when I see uh, what's that band called Mo Depeche, when I see them, they're not even on the Coachella <laughs> list. Well, I don't know. I'm just so high right now. I'm just going to buy this blouse. How much what is, is it? 400, $400. Okay, Coachella. Um, oh, I'm so cool. <laughs> one
0: <laughs> is, hey, one of these days, bro, someone's going to find out where you live because <laughs> you give up too many directions. And someone one day is going to be knocking at
3: your door. Be like, Freddie, I'm your fan. That's friend. what's going to happen. You guys are going to be recording by one day and they just. <laughs> I, know, I know. Someone's right? going to break through.
2: <laughs> yeah, they're going to be, hi, Freddie. We are big fans of you. <laughs> oh my God. You guys are real? Yeah, we are big devotional fans of you <laughs> it took us a while
3: to figure it out but with your corporations and stuff like that I, I i think we got it i mean obviously you're in front of us so i did get it correct
2: we didn't have to use gps and any of that you're so just so open i just sniffed
3: around and i smelled you
2: <laughs> i heard no the way. dog barking
3: By
1: the way, you smell really good.
3: I looked for the house that has a dog on the first floor, so that's how I knew I was getting
0: (laughs) close. I hear the barking dog. I hear it. All right. That means he lives upstairs. He lives
2: upstairs. (laughs) Donde vive el cantante? Oh, this guy speaks Spanish? God dang. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, man, they know all universal languages out there. That's yeah,
2: true. Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, before we get into the episode, let, let's talk a little bit because by the time you guys are listening to this episode, ladies and gentlemen, it's probably either Thanksgiving <clears throat> Day or leading up to Thanksgiving. I mean, how maybe you could be listening. You know, in a year from now, and it's summertime. But if you happen to listen when this episode's new, Thanksgiving is upon us. Please, if you're gonna go out, um, you know, visit family, you know, try to be safe. If you're having some form of symptoms, don't be an idiot and show up. If you have a, a, a fever or something like that, don't do a twenty people gathering because it's uh it's not gonna be right uh or good for you. So yeah, eat some turkey, some ham, or or you know, order in. <laughs>
2: Yeah, man, order the, you know, there's people that bring food to your house. You order, You there's an app, you open the app, and then you can get tamales, I you mean, can get churros, you know, but... Um, it's,
3: it's like me, I I've been feeling under the weather, so I've been locked up in my room until further notice, you know, staying away from everybody. I feel like I have Uber Eats outside my own house because I'm just, like, knocking. I'm like, I want this. Can you can you come and bring it to the door?
0: <laughs> yeah, make sure you guys tip, too, if you're going to order out. That's crazy. So, freaking, yeah, well, I mean, no no going. I mean, who knows? I mean, based on how you get, Carlos, I mean, are probably we probably won't see you guys on thing. On well, I mean, game. I don't
3: know. I, I made an appointment, but the, the soonest they had was Tuesday morning. So, I'm like, I was trying to get something for tomorrow or at least today, like, stupid website said that there was availability for today and then there wasn't and then i was like okay all right let me do for tomorrow and the same thing it said there was availability and then when i got to like the last checkout to confirm it told me oh no this slot has been taken i was like hey, why don't you let me do it then so i got tuesday morning
0: watch this be like the the memorial episode of Cardinals. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man no <laughs> Ay, dios mio
0: <laughs> this is a like we're going to be playing this you know how, like when you go to a funeral and they play music in the background this episode's going to be playing in the background <laughs>
2: <laughs> my god
0: so people you know, yeah. oh you like it's like oh look at that
2: that's that's
3: a nice episode you know i remember in high school like because not not to poke fun of like anybody who had passed but like sometimes you know someone did and like he had students who would wear shirts yeah and i remember i told my buddies i'm like dude if anything ever happens to me find the stupidest picture of me and have have it on a shirt please he's like you want like like, like a serious picture i'm like no dude like if you see me all dumb and it makes you laugh at least i know i'm giving you the last laugh still you know
0: I know the perfect uh, photo That's great.
3: Too. <laughs> that's great.
0: I know which one. There's one where you're like standing, turned sideways, and you have like this bowler kind of hat on with your crazy curly hair. That's the one we're gonna use. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh my, my god! Dude, that's,
2: you know that's, that's a good way, dude. Death could can, death can't just be. Uh, it should be you know like oh man, you know you still make them laugh at the last. You know mira se murió pero mira estoy riendo me I'm laughing.
0: See that's why like I want I want at my funeral I want someone who's dressed up like those old 1970s clowns but i want him sad like crying oh okay because my death was so sad it made a clown cry <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I want in my funeral <laughs> and I want like the the circus music but I want it played slow like like that really? just playing that in the background wow.
2: <laughs> that is give me the sad <laughs>
0: yeah oh dude that'll be bad like I want someone with the trumpet but playing it horribly and just going oh.
1: <laughs> It should it
0: should be fun though at your funeral like why make it all sad there is a guy yeah, and who, then have
2: um, cupcakes have cupcakes there with your face on it you know you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
2: it's like
3: uh I think it was Nick Swornson's first ever uh, half hour special. He had mentioned that like before he would die he would like make sure to give money to somebody to get like the most random celebrity, and he wanted John Stamos his funeral (laughs) so people
2: could be like what the hell like he knew john stamos (laughs) like so i could just imagine doing that too But, but by the way no disrespect i mean i've lost i mean i mean i can talk about death and i mean i lost my father be with seven years this coming December. So yeah, it's going to hit me and I miss my and then I lost my grand. So I've been around death and but yeah. I've, I've learned how to respect it because I'm going to die too. But I think you need to, you know, like people are like I don't want to talk about death. Why not learn about it don't be you're gonna die. So might as well learn about it. I mean, I'm going to be hitting my 50s. I want to learn about it because I, well, I, I might check out soon. I don't know. I don't know. No say you know say
0: you make you make it sound like it's like you got to get a book and study you got to yeah. learn about it <laughs> no, 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 no within
2: yourself within yourself you not like, like hey, chap- I wanna-
0: chapter two is the best that's the one that talks hey. about the afterlife and what, how hey, the chapter 45
2: feels. chapter 45 is interesting no video games
0: Yeah, <laughs> i like the part where they talk about the casket how it's all nice and soft
2: <laughs> yeah i like it you know the and then the pillows is from the company purple they you know it's it it's really for your, for your cabeza.
0: Yeah, and you don't wear shoes either when you die. <laughs> Did
2: you know Daddy, that you, you can wear, do you wear shoes. Yeah, you can, dude, you can I wear I heard it.
0: that you don't wear shoes. Hey, my hey, uncles, my
2: walk. uncles, I have all left, except for my, you know, from my father. But my uncles all left with their shoes on. They're like, hey, and they'll even tell no, me, hey, know, mijo, my, my uncle, <laughs> my, my uncle will tell me, mijo, mijo, come here. When I die, ves esos zapatos, you see those shoes right there? Make sure I put them on, okay? You know, it's those Reeboks. <laughs> <laughs> it's those hey, what I just hey hey uncle, can I have these ideas? They're nine and a half. I made eight and a half. I'll fucking make it fit.
3: If
0: you could choose something that you currently own or, or that you have, what would you want to be buried with?
1: Mm.
2: Nothing. Really? <laughs>
0: There's nothing be... that you would want? I want no. my monster with me. <laughs>
2: No, I want nothing. I just want to be free. I want you don't to free. want a, like, like a nothing. microphone no, or your no, leather jacket? Oh, no, nothing, nothing. I just want to be free. I can't, free. Honest, I I can't think of anything. I'm going to make sure
0: that the, 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 the Freddie, they dress you like devotional Dave. <laughs> and
2: then as I leave the as I leave my, my body, uh, everything strips down the leather, and I'm just naked like an angel. And then I just
1: <laughs>
2: play. And then I'm, mira, 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 se fue como playing the angel. Mira que bonito. <laughs> <laughs> pues mira, he suffered well, ¿no? He <laughs> suffered well, mira, he suffered well. But you don't know, that guy knew how to get behind the wheel. He got behind the wheel, you know. But it was, now, a, he was, he was impossible. A, mira, mira, poquito a strange love. Pero mira, tenía el policy of truth, eh. But he never let me down. That guy never <laughs> <laughs> let me down. Now he's got his own personal Jesus, okay.
0: Hey, but be careful. It's blasphemous rumors, man. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Hey, 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 shake the disease. Shake the disease, okay? Porque la COVID, you got to shake it. Because
0: <laughs> if not, there'll be flags on the windscreen.
2: <laughs> People are going, all right, now, this is getting ridiculous. Stop I know,
0: it. and, and that, that's our Thanksgiving message to you all. It's <laughs> 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 <Devlin> and depression. <laughs> they're
2: like, man, I was going to eat this turkey, and these guys just ruined it, man. Forget it. Forget it. Give yeah. me a tamal.
0: It's like being carlos. No, no way we
3: talk about
2: depression, huh? Well, oh, yeah, no, Depeche
0: Mode
3: no, no. is depressing.
2: Sorry.
3: I was going to say, it's like the way we were talking about the Peshmo. people are questioning. I'm like, how the hell did they get inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? <laughs>
2: hey, we did it, man. We come in numbers. We did it, Holmes. Yeah, that oh, yeah. was
3: amazing. My my daughter was dancing, like, during that whole segment. And then out of nowhere, when, like, the guys all started talking, she stopped and just sat down on the couch and was just watching. I was like, you're one years old. How do you understand what's going on? But and if she speaks to, and if she speaks to you in British. Dodd, please, it's Depeche mode. I <laughs> I was like, oh man, I know you're my daughter now.
0: <laughs> that was cute though. When I saw in your stories that she's out dancing the Depeche, I was like, ah, look at this! You're dancing. <laughs>
2: that was awesome. You gotta, you gotta train them, train them young.
0: It just sucks, man. Because what really bothered me, like, like what, like it, COVID canceled that event and every year like for instance when the cure was inducted I think it was last year right um mm-hmm. Trent Reznor came out and he talked uh about it like you know and he and then they played like bands came out and performed songs of the cure and so on and so forth and they do that with all the bands you know and like if they would have had the the whole like what what would have happened like with depeche mode and nine inch nails like who who would have came out for depeche mode who would have talked what would it, you know it's, well, you know I think
3: anybody I, who would who's interviewing, like I know Churches was one of them, I think they would have probably did like their tribute to them, you know. Yeah. And then like uh, whoever got to spoke like that spoke during
2: their um
3: little video That's thing. They don't mind. Yeah.
2: Like, I mean, I, and they, they did get Charlie uh you know that actress. I mean, she's cool and everything, but it was just too hollywoodish too. They could have gotten someone I don't know, you know, it's like oh, I felt the is, same way with that. You know, it's like, oh, God, Hollywood had to slap it with Depeche Mode. Depeche Mode is not Hollywood, man. And you know what? Depeche Mode has always been the, you know, that kind of band like uh, we're not we're so different you know yeah we are different we're weird so what we're cool and that's why when Hollywood slaps on you're like really Get the it's like you know Depeche Mode with Coca Cola I mean that's Duran Duran you know Duran Duran yeah. with that <laughs> you know you can do that with Duran Duran they're so commercial I we, love Duran Duran
0: and especially it's the- different yeah, in the 90s and the 2000s leading into now, like like what's cool about Depeche Mode is they're not mainstream in the sense of like, even with like the the big station here that played all the rock and everything, K-rock, they, they, were, they weren't on a constant rotation. And when a new album came out, yeah, they'll play that new song, you know, one or two, like a few times. And then that's it. They'll go back to just playing personal Jesus, enjoy the silence. But when they would come and perform here, They weren't performing little venues, they were still performing massive stadiums. Like it didn't matter, like these guys weren't mainstream, you didn't see them all over TV, all over MTV, you know, whatever. Yet, every time they came out here, man, they would freaking sell out and they would still be performing in massive stadiums.
3: Yeah. yeah. I mean, the last time they came, I wasn't too fond of them playing the Hollywood Bowl. So I went to San Diego to go see them.
2: Uh, but you maybe. know what? Yeah. You know what? But you know what? For them, that was like, you know, Depeche was like, man, we want to play in the most coolest venues. OK, cool. The Hollywood Bowl. I hate the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, well,
0: same here. The not sound a fan is of the horrible.
2: Ball. Yeah, it's just too. It's just I don't know. I'm not a fan of. Um, I've never been a fan of the Hollywood Bowl. It just sounds like crap.
0: You know? yeah like we we saw <laughs> where well, we got one of the best band shirts ever bootleg but we me and carlos we saw bjork there and the way we were parked we were stuck there because they do stacked parking and oh. i remember we were there for how long like an hour or so right after the yeah was and, then, over.
3: and then i learned to park in hollywood highland but man when you're it's a mission because majority of the times I, I don't know anybody who got lucky to get tickets to be on the bottom. I was always all the way in the top. So it's like you're already tired getting to your seats from Hollywood and Highland. And then when you're done, it's like, oh, OK, now you got to walk a mission to get out of the venue and then start walking down Highland.
2: Yeah, well, you look like a the- hiker. You look like a hiker. You're like, hey, you're going to a country or you're hiking. Fuck, man. I'm going to the Hollywood boat, but I'm also hiking. So fuck <laughs> it. I'm, yeah, gonna, yeah. I'm going to the shirt. But- three, three shirts for what? Hell, yeah.
3: <laughs> but the best thing about the Hollywood Bowl, the only thing I can say this is that when you walk out, you
2: just start smelling the hot dogs. Yeah, ah, oh, <laughs> dude, that's the best. Aquí, hot dogs, hot dogs cuatro, Dos por uno de pech. Quien un de pech Winnie? ¿Pues acá está? Con <laughs> ketchup, mayonesa. <laughs> Quienes quiénes son Martin Gore's? Aquí tenemos un Martin Gore's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We yeah, can hand slap hand. the we'll, dude,
2: one on dude,
3: anything. <laughs> those hot dog ladies stepped up their game because they got Venmo. They got everything. Oh
0: out. yeah, yeah. I've seen that. They do have Venmo, Cash App. Oh dude, high
2: tech. <laughs> you need to go. Hey, si, ¿tienes? Ay, no tengo dinero. Ni... No, no, no. Mira, que tengo Venmo. Tienes? Tengo PayPal. Tengo lo que. <laughs> <laughs> <There you go. laughs> they do because they have that thing on the
0: phone where you put the little chip right here or something and you could swipe your card. I'm that's on. the best, bro. You got to go fu- with the times, man.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's I, I'm i so proud when I see it. I'm like hijo, the technology. They got to make their Those
1: money. Are the ones man. I
2: buy from for sure. Yeah, I and mean, then I just gave him a 20 for, you know, where I bought two hot dogs and I gave her a 20. Because you know. that's how much it cost. <laughs> <laughs> that was including the tip, I hope. <laughs> he
3: just looks at you and like, and just leaves.
2: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't even give you the hot dog. She just walks away.
0: She just
2: walks away. She's like, yeah parking is a hundred parking is a hundred dollars so i'm sorry i park your car (laughs)
3: oh
2: man welcome to the thanksgiving episode that's what happens
0: yeah this is a special thanksgiving episode in which we're already in 40 minutes and we haven't even talked about the movie (laughs) oh my god are we gonna talk about a película yeah let's do this all right you know uh the reason why we got this our special guest Mr. Carlos Madrano is because he had asked me at, at this was like a while ago too where he's like if you ever do Galaxy Quest let let me be on. I wanted to I want to be on that part of that episode and then I let him know, you know, during this adventure series, we've been doing films that feature adventure and all that. This is our space adventure. We did Galaxy Quest,
3: so we brought Carlos on. So let's get it. Yeah, actually, cool. actually, I requested two movies. Galaxy Quest. Oh, yes. not- you yeah,
2: You only get one. You only get one.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah. So sometime next year, we'll be doing Nacho Libre, in which that one's going to be uh, a big episode for I us. I love that one. I oh, love you like that, that one? Film. Yeah, everything. Yes, dude. That, I, I, I love it, eh? Time for the secret word. The word is podcast. Once again, the word is podcast. Now back to the show. <laughs> I was about to start talking about it, but I'm like, no, that's the wrong movie. All right, let's do this. Galaxy Quest. This was my pick. Uh, we have already done the two picks were Freddy's. My last two picks for this adventure series in November is are mine. So my first pick was Galaxy Quest from 1999. Yes, the movie starring... Tim Allen, Sigourney Weaver, Alan Rickman, Tony Shalhoub, Sam Rockwell, Daryl Mitchell, Enrico Contilini, and uh, a young first-time actor in this film, uh, Justin Long. We also yeah. have Rain Wilson and yeah. uh, Missy Pyle. It's like this—just just this movie is uh, one of those that, like, seriously, I. I Love this movie, but I I initially didn't want to see this movie when it came out because it was Tim Allen. Like when the trailers came out, it just looked so stupid. Like I was just like, this looks dumb, Tim Allen. Like space, like get out of here. Like you know, I was just like whatever about it. Like Alan Rickman, you know, he wasn't freaking you know Professor Snape yet. Like you know, so he wasn't all like, oh that's cool, look who he you know. I was just like whatever, and I was like, eh. And I remember even at that time that my my high school girlfriend. She went to go see that with some friends, and I'm like, oh, what'd you would you end up seeing? Like, oh, we saw Galaxy Quest. I'm like, I'm a Galaxy Quest. Get out of it. it was a stupid Tim Allen movie. And I would just make jokes about this movie because I thought it was stupid. It wasn't until I don't know. I mean you had to be there, Carlos, but mom and dad rented this movie.
3: No, oh, yeah, I was there. It was during that oh. time period when we would rent movies and then we uh, we watch them in the living Room and then we're just like all laughing and stuff. Like, I I to this day movies that i remember watching like as a whole in the living room yeah was this um and then my favorite was signs those were the two that we saw together and then deep deep rising but yeah Deep Rising. I, I, but i do rem- <clears throat> remember watching this movie because we were just like laughing and enjoying it
0: yeah this movie that's why because like that's when i actually because you know mom and dad rented this movie you're home so i was like i'm gonna sit with you guys and we're gonna watch it <laughs> And I I was like, holy shit, this movie is actually good. It was funny. We're having a good time. And at that moment, I knew I was like, all right, I made a mistake. I'm all I should have seen this movie in the theaters. Like, oh man, this movie was good. And what sucks is when initially this movie came out. Like, look, the budget was 45 million, and it only made 90 million. It wasn't that huge of uh, of a hit. Like, it wasn't a big box office draw. But I know the the studio behind it, DreamWorks, was like l- hoping to have this massive hit. They put a lot of work into it, and it just well, it didn't. It didn't. It do went it. up.
2: It went up against a lot of uh, other big like Rugby. Rugrats came out that same year or a year before or no that year. And they killed the market. So they were like, oh, man. We're up like against people this. wanted
0: to see babies,
2: you know, yeah. in cartoon and being, you know, rude like that. I mean, think of it. That was, uh, that was 1999.
0: 1999. Hey, this one, this released on Christmas.
2: Yeah. So they definitely needed to have a, the studio was so like, already in debt with this movie and then they're also focusing on another release that year they were like nah this movie they didn't put the good marketing dollars behind it. And they were focusing on the movie gladiator at that time so they were all hard up about gladiator and they forgot they forgot about this movie, you know and and that's why the marketing was horrible for this film. Yeah. I, I'm never, I didn't see it. I was 29 years old. I was doing 29 year old things. I was and it was Tim Allen too. You know what? Tim Allen, pobrecito, man. That guy got <laughs> hit on this poor Tim Allen. But I mean, nobody wanted this film to be. I mean, this this film took a long time. Like it went through a lot of changes. Uh, uh, you know, the director was changed. Finally, came to the director was like, well, all right, I'll do it. it. You know, I'm gonna do it. And then you had these actors. I mean, they, were, they wanted Robin Williams. He he denied it. Yeah, they wanted, uh, God, the whole, the whole list. Uh, of, yeah, and then actors. what's crazy
0: is that, look, I'm looking at the dates right here. And uh, on December 17th of that same year, so it was like, you know, the week before, Bicentennial Man came out. Bicentennial Man stars Robin Williams. Well, when Robin, you know, Tim Allen ended up being in this, and they wanted Robin Williams. Robin Williams no Tim Allen was supposed to be in Bicentennial Man, but Tim Allen ended up doing this film. So since Bicentennial Man had no actor, Robin Williams ended up getting cast to be in Bicentennial Man. And it's crazy because they were both released, you know, a, a, be- a week apart. I'm just wondering how well that movie did, you know? No,
3: Bicentennial Man flopped.
2: Yeah, oh, it, it also a, it was, um, yeah, it was yeah. Robin Williams was very. That's one of them. He also checked. Not only that, let's let's talk about the director. I mean. The original director was one of the biggest directors of all time who was going to do this film. And who's like, that? I'm, I'm asking you. I'm, oh. I'm testing you. I'm testing you. I already did my research. I'm asking you guys. I'm just getting homework.
0: <laughs> it's um, Harold Ramis. I just like this. Because, like, like <laughs> that's what I was like. I, I, is he like, did he forget or is hey, he starting to hey.
2: Is he passing it to me? Hey, What is he doing? That's how us Latinos do that. Hey, you didn't tell me, Holmes. You're going to pass it to me. <laughs> He's like, you got to <laughs> tell me something. You got to say something. Yeah, no, no, Mr. but yeah, Mr. Harold.
3: Um, he-, he popcorned you without even knowing you were going to popcorn him.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, and yeah. then Harold Ramis, the only reason he backed out because he hated the fact that Tim Allen was cast. He yeah. He didn't but want to
1: that. He-
2: yeah, it's like you know. That's funny how the stories you hear behind studios when they throw all this movie, and especially not only that, he did it respectively. Like, well, guys, ugh, but poor Tim Allen, dude. <laughs> it's like this guy, <laughs> this guy went through. But you know what? He's a fighter, man.
3: He's a fighter. I mean, the movie went through for, for like almost like a production hell thing for it to get off the ground. I mean, yeah, it it sucks. The marketing and all didn't go as as planned for a movie as great and then beloved by like so many but obviously like i think for me as a a director or anybody who came out in that film i think i would rather have the love that it has now than it i mean yeah it's cool from the start but it's just one of those cult classics it's it i mean kind of going back i mean i know we'll talk about it another time but it's like nacho libre when that thing first came out like it had some love but not much and it wasn't until years later, a decade later, it is where it is now. You know, now it's like this film has convention, its own convention. It has its own love. It has its own audience because it grew. You know, it's a word of mouth movie compared to what it was back then. Like, yeah, who knows? Maybe a social media would have came out if if it would have came out. Uh, yeah, oh yeah,
2: well, yeah. it, it, it would have totally changed the market. But like I'm saying, you know, back in the day, you know, this movie was DreamWorks, which was. Chat, you know, you had the giants behind that. You had David Geffen, you had Jeffrey Eisenberg, and and uh, and uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, what well, is it?
0: Yeah, Steven Spielberg, because no, no. he's a part of Steven Spielberg. Right?
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so those guys were I'm like, but those guys were, um, yeah, Steven Spielberg, <laughs> Jeffrey Kessenberg, and David Geffen. Yeah, the three dudes. The mega dudes, you know, build dreamworks. So they had this movie. And, you know, the good thing about this movie is they were able to work and get the best guys in effects, the best guys in, in, in costumes, the best, not only that, the actors. So uh, the guy responsible for that had a good relationship with these top actors. I mean, to get Rick Allen to work with Tim Allen. I mean, it's like wow! It's like really, how did you get those two to work together? You know, Sigourney Weaver, she was cute. She wanted to kind of, you know, uh, get into this role, and and and, and she's funny. She's she, you've seen her, you know, she's famous for Alien and all that. But she was also had that talent of being, you know. And then the other people involved. So Sam you had Rockwell. a good cast. Yes, yeah, I'm wrong. All those guys who make this, you know, this film, and I think um, that's what saved this film. Look at blood and sweat, man. You know, and those are the work those are the films that do. I mean, maybe they didn't catch their niche during that time, but look at it now. I mean, I'd never seen this film because, like I say, it wasn't like a person, I was like, at ah, 10 and uh, you exactly. know, I'll, I'll pass, you know. But you know what? Watching this film, I just seen it and I, I enjoyed and, it. I uh, enjoyed I mean, Tim Allen. You know, <laughs> I've never seen that one either because oh. <laughs> <Tim> <laughs> 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 still still to this age I have not seen it why because it's like you know it's like I look at my shelf like okay let's see who we have over here and Tim Allen alright I put it down the fifth you know I, said, he keep, <laughs> I I keep like rotating him but I'll get to him too but after watching this maybe I will now but see it took this movie to kind of <laughs> alright
3: I know that one's a
2: trilogy just leave it at the first one yeah huh?
0: just watch the first one don't don't watch the other two okay,
2: okay but yeah you know what is funny I was just reading about this film because I, I like to kind of now sink in and get the height, and, and and Rick Allen. Uh, there was a scene where Tim Allen is is saying, you know, he's not. This is not real. Uh, to uh, what is his name? Matt. Yeah. Matt. You know, and then he said during that scene. That Tim Allen had to break away and says, "Man, that was." Deep. And Steven Spielberg was there. Yeah, he actually never came around the studio. And during that time, he was there. The Metiche I was like, "I think they're see those. He sat down. He was, and then he was sitting with the director. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was Tim Allen was acting that part, and it was like. And then the director said, uh, uh, "He said that he heard Steven Spielberg whisper, and it's like, "Wow, that's that's pretty good. That's Tim Allen. Oh, wow. Yeah, pretty good scene." So and then. Mr. Haman. Haman. Yeah. <laughs> they speak Spanish by the way back, you know, we know that, you know, yeah. none of easy, but they're like, yeah, it's pretty good. So and then, <laughs> so and then the timid and they exited and he walked away. Cause he was like, oh, he was into this role. And that, uh, Rick Allen, is that right? And <laughs> Alan, Alan Rickman. Allen Rickman said, wow, I think he had his first experience being an actor. <laughs> i was like wow <laughs> <What a dick. laughs> coming from a british you know it's like you know, yeah. yeah that was it was like wow he said that and the director said that he was like you can watch it it's documented that he said that guy rest of soul you know but i mean i enjoyed it uh and and i get it i mean it looks beautiful for that time the effects and and just the story and not only that this is a movie about it's about you know being a fan about a movie and you had conventions. I can relate because we do the Peshmerga convention. So this is about a movie and we all get together. We all dress up. I mean, I dress up like Dave Gunn. I mean, so I can, can relate. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's you true. know,
2: it, it is the same thing. It's just but a different- Hey, what,
0: one day you're going to be in the bathroom and then there's going to be these two guys, ah, look at you. Mr. Chingon, that Freddy thinks he's dead dancing on stage. Uh, I know.
2: He like, doesn't it, even I, do the things it, correctly. I, exactly right. I mean I, I mean, I look good. I look good ah, on this. <laughs> You're he just on white his, hands. Yeah, he
0: thinks he looks all. He can't even spin around. Look at that guy.
2: Uh, oh, dude, I would. And then you're gonna be around. all sad, sad, signing all these autographs. Of you all sad, look. Dude, I'll mix it up, dude. I'll do a Dave Gon spin, followed with a Bruce Lee, uh Fadanihan. Kia. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to know a lot, because there's this yeah.
0: documentary that came out. It's called Never Surrender um the a galaxy quest uh documentary that came out actually last year uh there's a lot of insight about this film uh the the, the documentary it gets it gets all the cast minus you know alan rickman because it
3: it's cool because like now after watching that documentary and then rewatching the film i do see it but justin long was doing An impression of Marty McFly because he could really tout in the voice. (laughs)
2: Yes, (laughs) yes, and 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 he said that he said he ended up getting a little bit of him and a little bit of another actor to come up with that kind of uh, which was cool. You know what's cool about a director? He let actually everybody just come up with their own. You know, like just animate be animated let yeah. it roll off and i think that's what kind of helped everybody because they were all feeding off like that whole you know the whole talking like this you know
1: <laughs>
2: you know they kind of <laughs> you know they, they all kind of had to come up with their own and we're all together which was cool because that's unheard of for a director to be
3: very loose i've always loved this film from the first time i saw it and i don't know because i'm older and now i'm more i'm a parent i'm more emotional and all that i guess but the, that end after Tim Mellon um uh shoots uh Cyrus and then he does like the, the never surrender salute to Justin Long and them. Like I don't know why my eyes were like
1: <laughs> you do that too. <laughs> they help you.
2: Hey, I gotta say, dude, I got teary-eyed. Yes. yes. I don't know if I'm getting older it say by the, way, I, chi- I by the way, by the way, means crybaby in Spanish. The white
3: people are going. What is Chietas? This has to be one of my top ending films because <laughs> the gap, the new, the journey continues. Like yeah, the little opening sequence of like the new show and the way it ends. You just see Sam Rockwell. It says guy, but also they gave him a nick, a full name, and then what he is. So I'm like. <laughs> So it's, like, cool how they ended it out. Like, he just looks at the camera, smiles, yeah. and then that's it. Like, that's the end. And then it shows the spaceship, and that I was like, aha. Like, I love, like, you know, that is some serious, like, um, I mean, I can't even think of the word right now. My head's all at the moment. But, like, from the beginning to him saying, like, oh, you know, I was crew member number of this and I didn't even have a name. And then right at the end, boom, now he has, like, a, a full yes. name yeah. plus what he is well i mean like <clears throat> speaking of like the crying
0: scenes like um for me the one that even back when when i first saw it and to now it always gets me is when um when i think his name's Quaylac when he gets shot when they when they open the, oh, the yeah, room yeah. with all the people inside and he happens to walk out and he gets shot and then he goes like i've been shot so then when when you know alan rickman's character's holding him and he's like talking to him and he's like you know i know we've never met but i've always uh seen you as like a father figure yeah and earlier mm-hmm. in the film he was trying to do that that he hates the line by graptar's hammer you know you i you know you, i will avenge you
2: don't say it don't say it yeah and don't when he was about
0: it. to say it, he's like stop don't just don't and he's like so he, and at the end right before he dies he says that line to him and you see like the joy and happiness in his face because he actually gets to hear it. And then right there he dies. Like I was like, that always gets to me. Like yeah, I got, I get little yeah. chills right now talking about it, but it's such a good line because now when he's saying it, he's truly meaning that line because he literally is going to avenge this guy's death, you know? And I was like, damn, like, it fits so perfectly because the whole movie, he doesn't want to say it. He says half of it when he's saying, you know, great prices or whatever. But when he finally says the line, he truly means it. And I like that. I love that, I love that, that's him.
1: Let's get back to the commander. I'm, I'm shot. That's not too bad. We'll get you to the medical quarters and you'll be fine. It has been my greatest honour to serve with you. I have been blessed, sir. I... 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 Don't speak, Quillac. You'll forgive my impertinence, sir. But even though
2: we had never before met, I always considered you as a father to me.
1: By Graphtor's hammer, by the sons of Warvan, you shall be avenged. There's, there's a lot
3: of like all oh, character development. That's what I mean. Uh, there's a lot of character development throughout within the film itself because it's just like you have a bunch of like B actors or whatever you want to call them who don't like what they did. I mean, obviously that's their source of income, but they hate it. Yeah. And then after them doing these missions, then they ended up appreciating all over again of what they do. Like, especially for Alan Rickman's character, like him hating his character. But then that moment made him like break that, that wall of like, no, this is who I am. I'm going to accept it. This is what people know me for. This is what people love me. And then at that moment, yeah, he does
2: accept his faith of why he does and, what he does yeah and you know cool it's tim allen's character i like the fact that he's like the one mister oh there's always focus on you comes in late doesn't respect the other guy's people like everybody's waiting this is their source of income i get it it's like being a band is like hey man we're waiting for you i can't start without you guys you know it's like so he's <laughs> that, very I, disrespectful you know and i think also his tim allen respect he's wow i'm the captain of the ship and i get it it's not about it's like it's like being the lead singer yeah and the lead singer but it's not about me it's also about the band so you got to showcase everybody because it's not about you and, and that's what i think uh, well that's, that's how that's too. what i
0: love because speaking of character development that carlos brought up in the very beginning yeah you you see how you know to, uh, you know nes you know um what's his actual yeah jason Uh, Jason Nesbitt were in the beginning yeah he you know he's showing up late so it's all about him because he gets all the attention you know everybody really he's like because he was the star of the show so he's very like oh look at me I'm you know I'm in Galaxy Quest you know I'm I'm the best and free
2: Starbucks free Starbucks
0: and and then that's why so when he's out in stage it's all about him look at me he doesn't include in everybody else and he goes off. He does all these things without them. All these gigs.
2: He It's <laughs> he like like when they're all together. They're all getting ready. He's like, where is he? Did you know he's booking shows without us? Like he's just doing his own shit.
0: Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> it sucks. And, it's all, sucks. and I've for been him, there, it's dude. all money. Yeah, he's all doing things for money. He's all, he's all performing. He said like he did something in someone's basement. Like right. all these things. Like for and, him, he's just like.
1: And, he and he's
2: living, care. he's living up in the beautiful hills, man. His pad is awesome, up in the head of Hollywood. Exactly, head. like yeah. you know? overlooking L.A. Mira muy este. <laughs> and but uh, it sucks uh, that I we don't get favorite,
1: to see.
3: My, my top favorite moments in this film, one is the first of them him piloting out on the the ship. Oh <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right before that, I have to say my the 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 it, it's a whole thing. But when he pushes the start engine, that's my favorite part oh, because when like- he prints it, yeah, and he's like, and he's like, <laughs> he gets so scared.
2: <laughs> That's like,
0: my favorite part. I, I need that part.
2: I also like the other actor. I forgot his name, but he—he's the one who plays like hey man. I was in that. I was in that series, but I was in this episode. That it, you know, people forget me. <laughs> what was that one guy's name? Who, he's what, played. I, he's played by um.
0: Sam Rockwell's character, Guy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah guy. Yes. Yeah. He's Guy.
2: I love that character because he's always trying to, you know, he's like one. You know, I like when he just shows up. He's like, "Hey, man, can I go with you guys?" It's like, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, actually, "One more for me, one more." Yeah. For you. One and more. they like, they all turn around, like, "The fuck what is this?" The fuck is, is this guy right here? You always get that guy. I, I've been around. I've always had that one guy He's like, "How the hell did you get here backstage?" Hey, Freddie, I just like what
0: the la chinga. you like, "Remember, I played keyboards once." R- like, yeah, years re-
2: ago? yeah, yeah. Remember, we we wrote a song. It was called "Playing the Angel." Mentiroso. <laughs> 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 yeah, that, that, that character made me laugh because he was always trying to fit in and all that. Yeah, like
0: he was in one episode. He dies on that episode because in Star Trek, like there's that joke <laughs> where like if you, you know, you're an off crew member. you, you They specifically wear shirts that, you know, a, a red shirt and where they die off. So that's where it's like, oh, th- that's who he was, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, I,
2: I, and also that one scene where they're in the convention and he's right there and he's like, he's got his own like photos. Like, hey, can I sit there? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, he's like, just do You mind it? if I sit down
1: with
2: you guys? <laughs> <laughs> do you mind if I this thing? I'm like, Oh man,
0: are you serious? And in that scene, because I uh, when you watch that scene, I'm like. I, if I'm like, well, why would I want his autograph? Yet yeah, you see him signing autographs. Hey, to people yeah,
2: yeah. So people <laughs> yes. are
0: interested. Oh,
2: smiling and shit, outfitting it. Hey, when you're in that group, who are you? Um, I-, I-,
3: I like that sign, the signage part because that's when you first get like a good, well, second glimpse of the. Alan Rickman's character hating his character oh, uh, yeah the nerd's like in the power and he just takes the paper from him
1: <laughs> it's such and a then good then when grab. the
2: guys about to say it, he just doesn't even let him say he's it so he's so good you know what it's funny to i mean now that i've seen this movie and i've seen and i you know i'm all, i'm off fans of all the actors who who in this film but seeing him in this film, really <laughs> kind of just he made it he made that character how he is very just that British kind of attitude, you know, of snotty kind of a way, like I'm above you, you know. How dare you? You know, it's like, oh, I am here signing all these photographs for you. You know, it's he's like,
0: like- I, yeah, because he's <laughs> a, he was a theater actor, so
1: he's yeah, like, yeah. I've yeah been I was a
2: theater. I, I've been on stage. I'm damn I'm alien. What am I doing here?
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love that because he's uh, they they because he mentions that when Jason shows up. He's all saying he's like, oh, is that Alexander having his other breakdown? And I guess that's every time, cause that's what that's what little Laredo he says that, or not little, but the older one. He's like, oh, one, well, here, here we go again. So it's a constant, I guess. Every every time, though, it goes to show they're not like it shows them that they really are the B-list, cause they're even at an appliance store cutting the tape for an opening and doing a signing there so it's just it's like it goes to show like none of these guys have a career like this is the only thing they have going for them in which i i still don't understand if like what made them i i know i'm gonna just talk about the end but it shows the galaxy quest you know the 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 quest continues or whatever the hell um the adventure continues yet how did they get a new series, like did interest spark because they crashed the ship, like what what was it that got them to have a, the series come back, like it had interest because there was clearly no interest before except for the conventions, but yeah,
2: like the, that I think for me the convention did it and they were like wow that was amazing hey well, that was awesome and then yeah everybody got it's together a movie. okay <laughs> no, it, hey, it's just a movie. <laughs> <laughs> well it, it, that's how I got it because I was like all right it, the convention revived it see conventions go to conventions you guys support conventions they revive things
0: see and seeing that like what you know I always used to think conventions were very much like a <laughs> yeah. Star Trek related when I saw conventions because I didn't start going to conventions until like the late 2000s you know with Sandy Diego the comic conventions and stuff like that so i always figured that back when when i was younger conventions were always related to like star trek and those you know that geeky show like that so they
3: they did say it that this movie was one of the greatest star trek movies ever made basically
0: yeah it should have been a star trek movie but yeah they do say that what is it i forget which guy but the guy that plays the android uh on the cuz he's in the documentary and he's from Star Trek the Next Generation the guy who plays the android like the mo- you know emotionless android he says that he's like this is like the greatest Star Trek movie like i know i remember reading it long ago in here on the like the the trivia where that that part where jason's in the bathroom and the two guys show up and they're talking oh, trash yeah. Yeah. like yeah, yeah. that like that's a true story like that happened where he was at a convention or some shit and he went to the bathroom and people like some, they just started talking shit about him, and like that's like like a true story, like that happened. I I was trying hey, to uh, look for it. What
2: I can relate, man. I was, was taking a piss, and and I was dressed up as Dave Gunn, and then yeah. some two those came in, and they were like, "Hey, man, you think why are we here, man? What's coming? The girls, man, they're the mode fans. Shut up, man. And hey, you think this guy's gonna sound like Dave Gunn? I spent like four, 45 dollars, dude." You better be good and there's they're pissing and I'm in the other room going, it's just cabrones I'm like listening to them <laughs> see, I, I, I couldn't believe it I didn't want to see it. I went,
0: see and that's what I was joking about earlier so that really did happen <laughs> That's what I that's what I was saying earlier that that I'm like oh you you you're going to be in the bathroom and the, and I'm, so that that is actually pretty funny
3: up. that I have a joke of I mean there's a the whole thing that I talk about that has uh, relations to a bathroom story but there's been times that after shows that I've gone to the bathroom, or I have friends that go to the bathroom after the show, and people are quoting me in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: happens. Cool. After you hear a lot of things, stories in the bath. We should have bathroom talk. The stories you hear as you're taking number one or two, or maybe number three. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When with, with this film, what I
0: what I love about this movie is that. Um, It doesn't waste time like you get like the way it's perfect for them to introduce the characters is kind of like the way they're introduced on stage. So like, boom, they get all brought out and it's like, here, here we are. Here's the characters. And right away in that in like in the room, you get all their personalities in the room. So by the time everything starts happening, it's like quick because the aliens show up on the very first convention, like they're already there. You know, so they're already trying to get his attention. He thinks it's just some gig or whatever. So they just like they they he just ignores them. So at that point, you get that little uh you know, little part, and then it just continues to move forward. You get the bathroom scene. We just mentioned that, and then Hello. that's
2: it. You got historical documents.
0: Yeah, see that's that I think that was <laughs> genius. How like they they you know it's a it's a good concept where um
3: like when they throw out, he's like, clearly you guys don't think that Gilligan's Island and like,
1: Oh, oh those, those poor, poor people.
2: people. They're like, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they look so sad to you. are Like, Oh my God. Okay. No, no, no. It's for real. It's for real. So relax.
1: You know, that's why the- that one
2: scene, that one scene is heavy when Tim Allen tells um, him that <laughs> Maddator, yeah, that uh, it's not real, you know, and they're like, Ooh, you know,
0: see and then like this is like i know what's the what's the movie called three amigos is is basically like oh in, totally you know totally. three amigos was like that you know because it's like it's the same thing where it's like they need help there's these, the, the town and they see this film <laughs> that they believe is like oh this is real documented like news program so they ask them to come thinking to perform and it's the same thing like these these aliens see these these you know archival footage or whatever like they're like the the documents are like oh this is real people then we need their help and they build everything based off of this and yeah the concept is it's just a great idea i mean
3: in a way now that you're talking about three amigos and this i'm like it's yeah in in its own way it's like almost the same because it has that like they think it's real when it's not real only difference is that three amigos did very well back then because of, oh you know, yeah i mean of its time but this is just one of those it was ahead of its time well i love El Guapo. this generation,
2: oh, generation. Yeah, El guapo. El guapo. i love that part when they are talking about hey El guapo many presents are coming for your birthday yeah, many? yeah oh many would you say i have a plethora? a present? <laughs> oh yes you have a pleasure
0: that, that's where like the whole like uh, you know you can say where we get our our, our voices from because exactly like, we want to sing you it's your birthday it's a, it's a fun time Precious. many and
2: we prune the hedges prune the hedges <laughs> who in the hell is Gringo it's one of those goddamn Gringos
3: I know it's the, I know it's just a film but I always question because like obviously they they made their ship. As close as possible to the historical documents. Yeah, but it's like, I'm like, it's like when you watch a TV show, they don't have all the rooms, so it's like they had to come up with ideas of like, oh, let's do this for this room, or maybe this is the size of the ship or whatever. Yeah, see,
0: that's what I don't understand either. Like, they, when in Star Trek, you don't get every single room you know, of the of the they
2: only get Well, they only had how many millions of dollars to work with? They're like, okay, we're only gonna build three, three. Okay, so make sure you guys use the best of those three and use and all, and all the, the angles. Just like, be creative, it's, snap, snap.
3: It's down <laughs> to the bone to their first. Oh yeah.
1: Oh,
0: now he froze. <laughs> now he froze. Just oh, now saying. he
2: froze. Yeah, he froze. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wow, it was like one of those alien things. Like he just, look, he froze. Look at that. Yeah. You should screenshot that. We
1: need your help.
2: We have frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Estamos right. frozen. Hello. Hello.
0: All right, well, well, refresh.
1: We'll, yeah, refresh. Refresh.
0: <laughs> oh man here let me just open this up just in case he tries to re-add all right so let, let's jump back in <laughs> all right well um would you cut? <sighs> he threw me off
1: let
0: me see let oh, me we just were... oh he left <laughs> all right well it's just (laughs) as he'll come back right now all right so um i don't think you you actually said your your favorite scene of the movie what what was like your favorite part of this film
2: my favorite scene it's so fresh right now um, by the way, I love the graphics. I mean, it looked very beautiful. I mean, even today.
0: Oh yeah, the visual effects. The visual the effects
2: and the yeah, and not only that, the the evil, the, the the you know the the evil aliens, those guys, the bad guys, those guys look very like ooh, it looked like a spider on top, like it was like yeah, it was, it was weird. I was like ooh, you're creepy, you know, and 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 uh, so um, my favorite scene. Let me see, what was my favorite scene? You mean as an action or a scene that really grabbed well, me?
0: Well, one of my favorite scenes is going to happen right now, right behind you. That is oh, moment. yes.
2: Yes. that's Actually, the scene. Look at that. That's the scene that uh, was uh, for me as a dramatic. Like, wow, this movie really has that dramatic. They brought comedy with the real dramatic. Yeah. It was that when uh, Rick Allen.
0: You know what? You're right, because there you can't just. You have to pick like what's your favorite because it does get very dramatic, but there's very comical scenes. Like I said, my favorite scene, the comical wise, there's a lot, but the one that always makes me laugh is just that little part where when Laredo turns on the spaceship. But then, what's my favorite scene that's very dramatic? It's like that scene right there that was behind you, that you know, look, he's dying. Yeah, Yeah,
2: he's dying right now. That was like really like, and then only see you see the master of his acting. Of uh, our now legendary actor,
0: yeah, Mr. Alan Mr. Rickman. Yeah, he Alan was just—he was so great. It's like they were set to do a sequel for this. It was supposed to be on Amazon. Like I remember when we had the you know the Brothers yes. podcast, I was posting news articles yes. every time. And when this got announced, boom! I was in class, quickly made something and posted all about it. That this show's coming back. You know, let's hope that you know. And hmm. originally, when I posted about it. I didn't know they were gonna bring back the original cast. I just heard that oh they're gonna do a Galaxy Quest show. They're gonna get new actors. Blah 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 blah. But what what ended up happening was that no, they were going to do a Galaxy Quest with the original cast.
2: And he's do- back. Oh, he came back. back. The teleprompter. He's now in.
3: I don't remember what I was saying, but I was saying something.
2: Well, you're seeing about chicharrones. That you like chicharrones with tamales. Those
3: are good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, well we just I, I was we were started talking about like Freddy's favorite scenes and then at that point um I don't even remember what the hell I was talking about right now.
3: <laughs> uh, I think I was mentioning how, how you know Mathazar and them got everything down to the bone to so even their meals because he had like oh, yeah. a steak and then even Alan Rickman's character had all his bugs and stuff.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. He was like ooh, he was like, Yeah. The bugs. I wouldn't eat those bugs. By the way, they were crawling, and oh.
0: I would. I don't think I would eat them either.
2: <laughs> I would like. I would be like. Excuse me. Do you have chicharrones? You know any chicharrones over here?
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> That's
0: probably you what have
2: tamales. Do you, have, do you have? any tamales? Some tamales. <laughs>
3: we have tamales.
2: We have tamales. <laughs> we uh. We have the historical documentation <laughs> from grandmas.
0: You know the other film that was uh, also uh, th- this one ended up being a hit. That's in the same of this film. I think it came out like a year or two before this movie was a Bug's Life, because that's the same thing. That's the same. They he he thinks they're like he brings them and they're all they oh, were gonna save the day. So it's you know it's similar. Nice
2: DreamWorks too as well, right? Yeah. No.
0: No. No. no that's Pixar.
2: Pixar. You're thinking of ants.
0: Yeah, oh, ants. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, ants yeah, Yeah.
2: But ants was first in.
0: No, the I think no. They came out at the same time. That tends to happen oh, in Hollywood where like okay. they'll release two similar films. It's kind of yeah, like Ant, Armageddon, out, Deep and then,
3: Impact.
2: Yeah.
3: Ants was a yeah. summer release and then uh, Bugs Life was a, a holiday release.
2: Okay, okay, yeah. Big. I mean, look at that. Big films back then, you got. I don't think we would ever see that again today. I mean, movie industry is changing so much. I mean, now we've come to streaming. Now we watch these movies. That's why they're 4K, 8K. And the reason for that. Because for these divide devices, it's like our eyes now with this lockdown when we can't see these movies anymore. So uh it, it's great. Did you see it? Oh, and you guys saw it on VHS or or
0: VHS. Yeah, we saw
2: it on VHS. On VHS. Okay. Well, you know, like I said, I mean those people who got to see these movies in the big screen. I mean Excuse me. Now it's gonna be like you, you I yeah, we used to go to the movies with popcorn and you just sit there and you used to watch a screen. Now you don't. Now we watch it on a screen. You know, it's like it's like streaming now. It's crazy, you know, but I was I'm glad that I here in my house. I was able to listen to it with my surround and uh, it, the film looks beautiful and uh, it's got everything comedy that they're dramatic. It's got your favorite actors from my generation. I mean, all across the board for this film. And you know what? Tim Allen, I, Tim Allen is that guy. It's like he always he's going to put it together. Do you even though you're like, uh, hey, who have do we have a. Uh, <laughs> we have that guy no tim allen all right nemo the bring it. hey come on down you got the job <laughs> come on mr all right guy and you know you're going to finish it with him because you like you're becoming him. a tim allen fan now well minus
1: <laughs> recent 10, you know 000. what
2: you know what my respects i am becoming because see like i said you got to sit down and watch these films and like sometimes you're we're very judgmental right up ah tim allen hey ah, look at me i'm over here crying with tim allen come on you know it's
3: gonna be like that scene in The Water Boy, and Freddie's gonna have a, a, a tattoo of Tim Allen on his ass. Exactly.
2: I already made my appointment due Monday at two o'clock.
3: <laughs>
0: See, and that's exactly why I didn't originally watch it because it's like Ah, Tim Allen Home Improvement. Get out of here! Like, I mean, I it was great in in freaking Toy Story, but it was a part of an ensemble cast. I, 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 I know. And they got, a voice.
2: Yeah, I know they got bombed. I mean, people. I mean, you know, they did it. It, it didn't flop. I mean, it flopped to like, but it didn't, I mean, people went to go see it. Yeah. And you know, by the way, there's a scene where Sigourney Weaver, this movie had some cussing words. Yeah. But then the studio said, ah, no, 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 we're going to have to change it. And then they were like, dude, the movie's finished. We can't go. So what they did is they just changed it. And there's a scene where Sigourney Weaver in that part one scene where they got to go through this crazy, like, maze. The contraction, not, thing. The, the contraction thing. And then she says, oh, fuck, no.
1: Yeah. And oh it, fuck that.
2: Yeah. Oh fuck that. And it said, oh hell no, or no, it wasn't even hell. It was like. It said, screw that or something like that. Screw that. There you go. There you go. Oh, who's that? That's but basically. her mouth.
0: You yeah. just watch her mouth, and if you mute it, yeah, like, you you just yeah. You, you see you that? Clearly <laughs> say fuck that, but <laughs> obviously the ADR they added in. Oh screw that. You know, it looks like it. Like I used to think like. Like, cause I didn't remember that part when when we, when we first saw it, cause then they was always on TV, and I would always see it on TV, and I was just like, I always thought after that that that's what they did for the TV, yeah, not I realizing so that the original.
2: Dude, if you live through Scarface TV version, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's terrible, especially mall rats man.
2: Hey, twenty one ten was
0: saying, hey Fudge you. Did he say Fudge? No, he said Fudge no, you.
3: Nothing beats snakes on a plane.
1: <laughs>
0: exactly. Oh, yeah. He's like, I've had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane or something. Yeah. Right yeah, yeah. Oh,
2: look, at, look at these pelicans fly, fly pelicans. <laughs> no, but seriously, I mean, this film went through like they had it, it would have been because they said this movie, the director said, I, I wanted to make a movie for all ages, you know, but then the studios were like, no, 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 we can't say this and this and that. And they're like, oh, we got to, you know get the cussing words out to make it for 13 and 18 year old demographic. I mean, I mean, I
3: know it's been years, but I wonder if there's like another cut of this film that,
2: There isn't. They even said they wish there was a director's cut because the cussing even makes it 10 times awesome. (laughs) You know, everybody cussing there. I think I would love that too, you know, to see that.
3: Forget the Justice League, you know, Snyder cut. I want the Galaxy Quest cut. Yeah, the Galaxy cut.
0: Yeah, man, they they, sh- they should have that,
2: you know. It's by the, like. <laughs> you, know, you know, by the way, I, did you know this movie was going to become a Western? I mean, it's crazy how Hollywood works just to save scripts, bro. Like the, once a TV show was shut down, they're like, well, we got to, you know, we got to do. No, before the show, the 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 show, the TV version of it, if you if you read the, the history of this movie, this was going to be a Western <laughs> movie. But then they said, you know, at that time during that era, like, hey, dude, what? Westerns are out. No, yeah no Stephen hey tell them they're all fire no more westerns what do we gotta do we gotta <laughs> we do space Cowboys. space is hot star wars is out you gotta do something with space you know you know what forget it no more well, money for you plus if they would have done western
0: it would have just felt like it was uh dude uh whatever the hell we said a three amigos like no but that was a, like.
2: that was a good western funny i'm not no. no, no. i'm
0: saying i'm saying if this movie originally when they're like oh let's just go western you would be like are they remaking Three Amigos? Like, yes. I'm glad they made it. But here,
3: here's also your thing, too, because it's like, all right, the movie came out in 99. But then right. on, and a couple of years ago, because of the cult following and all that stuff, we almost actually got technically a sequel to this because it was in production. They were going full on force to making a TV show. But when Rickman died, it got scrapped.
2: Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, it's like Robin Williams making his Doubtfire like well, He's gone, no more. There's no reason for it. Oh
0: yeah, that they, they were. He actually finally, at like right before he passed, you know, he they were gonna finally do a Mrs. Doubtfire too.
2: Yeah, you because know? he was broke, dude. He was like, "How much money do I have? Okay, I gotta, I gotta do it." But he was doing it because he a force, and of course, unfortunately, you know that didn't happen either. So. It
0: was probably more like he's like, "Hey, they made Big Mama's House too." Well, they make Mr. Del- I Del- have no a
3: feeling with that that they were going to have somebody else do it and he's like, uh-uh, I'm, I'm taking my character back.
0: Yeah. Hello!
1: Hello! <laughs> she, Hello, it's, my little guys. How are you
0: tonight? You know, like in Cars 2 where Bader becomes a spy? That's what would happen in Mrs. Doubtfire Del- 2. They're going and Miss Doubtfire Del- <laughs> Del- becomes a spy, saves the day. That would have been a good movie.
2: <laughs> oh, that would have been a good movie, dude. I'm down for it, dude. I'm down for it. Down
0: for it. And in an alternate universe, that movie exists.
2: Dude, I would have like to have Ms. Doubtfire having her own pawn shop. I mean, her own pot shop.
0: Oh. <laughs> selling... A
2: pawn shop? Hey, I got this guitar. How much? Exactly. No, no it's not people. a pawn shop. A pot shop. No, I know,
0: pawn. but it sounded funny when you first said pawn. <laughs> I know you said <laughs> pot afterwards. That's I out of business, like, dude. Stop, the pot. Let's go pawn. <laughs> <laughs> the pawn shop
2: are out of business, dude, right now. No, it's not matching. Hello. Welcome. Oh, my God. You want a little Ms. Doubtfire sativa. Well, here you go, little boy. <laughs> One drop or two <laughs> drop You know the dinosaur oh,
3: The scene but instead it's all the strings That he has
2: <laughs> Yeah 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 oh my god our, <laughs> listeners, our listeners going man these guys Are crazy hey give me some more of that uh, Ham <laughs> Yeah
0: <laughs> I hope people are listening to this with the family and on Thanksgiving, Galaxy Quest. It's a Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> yeah.
2: People are looking at me. Están locos. I told you they're high, mami. Pero están. They're funny, guys.
0: Yeah. They never <laughs> curse. <me. laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: But, you know, going back to the movie, um, I give it a A, even with Tim Allen. He did a good job. He's, you know, he's nice. he's the, he was nice. He did, did a good he did job. okay, right? bien. Ese guy muy funny.
0: Mr. Wild Hogs, he did good. <laughs> hey,
2: he did. I noticed he did do a little bit of that. When when, when he was fighting the when he, when the monster you know when they landed to the planet and then that big creature came out. The rock wow. you creature. You can yeah, you can hear him say a little. He he did something and he went. I was like oh, he did. Home oh, Improvement man.
3: <laughs> and at that point, that's when you fell in love with the movie. Exactly.
2: Like, I that's I, love, I, was like,
0: I oh. love like even though he's in a bit part I do love Justin Long's character in this because it's, yeah he's
2: funny it's, dude
0: yeah it's so it's so sure because like when he first tries to meet him and he's all talking about the ship and he gets shut down and then when he bumps into him again like at the outside the parking lot so when he calls him and he's like trying to tell him like, I'm sorry. I know like, you know, it's not real. No, it's
2: not real, man. It's
0: and then he tells him it's all real. He's like, I knew it. I knew it. And then the part that's funny is when they're, they're, he's, they're guiding him. All For some reason, instead of being at the convention, all the kids are at home and they're all helping each other and they're trying to help the, you know, Nesmith and whatnot. And then that's when like at one part they're like, Brandon, Brandon and then it cuts to him at the house mom I don't know how he, you don't know and, <laughs> running like, with the <laughs> and know, then that's... he puts both and he's like eh, recyclables <laughs> exactly.
2: that, that brought it home that was a cool scene it's just,
0: like a, uh, yeah, it's, it's just a quick beat but it's funny because it's like they're in peril like you know in peril right and they're like oh they're gonna die they're gonna blow up uh, you know and they need this help and then it cuts to just a comedy beat boom right there and I think that's great it, it like it, it's just it flows so perfectly. Yeah, for because you're like, moment.
2: oh, man, throw that trash can. Hurry up, get back, get back. And as soon as they get back, you know. Yeah. And um, in,
0: in which it, it didn't matter because, you know, he would have never made it back if they needed him, but they ended up, you know, doing it anyways. So, you know, it, it's just cool. And then at the end, like the big ship, though, there's, you know, if, if you've ever been that convention, you're not always in the convention 100% of the time. So, like, they're – that parking lot, there would have probably been some people chilling, hanging out in their car. So some people died when that spaceship crashed in that parking lot. Because <laughs> there's no way, you know.
2: <laughs> They're like, hey, where's that? Where's that? Where's that hot dog lady? Say <laughs> <laughs> Morio? Now I gotta go all the way down her. <laughs> <laughs> Now I gotta go down figure
1: <laughs> He's
2: like, oh, but she was the good one. She had two for she five. She had two for five, in her, her, her weenies so weenie. no, her She had the Dave Gahan one too, man. The Winnies <laughs> and the
1: Martin
2: Gore one. ¿Ya se murieron los Martin Gores? Eh, pero Galaxy Quest. It's Galaxy Quest, <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, man, I know Freddie Morales is, is telling you to go see this movie with the Tim Allen. <laughs> But go see it, man. It's good. You, It's it's funny, man. It's funny movie. Enjoy it. Sorry if you hear a dog in the background, but my, I got a new neighbor
3: and the dog won't shut up. He's just I'm down. I'm sorry. You're giving people clues to get to your
2: house. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how many Freddy Morales are in the world?
1: Muchos. Uh-huh. I was like, am I
0: supposed to answer that for real?
1: (laughs) You know what, there's a lot I I threw the ball at you guys Hey,
0: but I mean, it's just because it's scary Because you always tell them the corner streets that you live on You know, so it's like I didn't say
2: that Maybe you don't Maybe I'm throwing you like four blocks away from where I'm going to see that door in the background
3: slowly open And just some random person
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's one of the octopus aliens Come here Come with us for any. We like the Pesh mode. He's just gonna oh
3: grab gosh. you and slowly wheel you back.
2: Hey, you know what? Take me. I, I want to get the hell out of here, man. Take me. I don't <laughs> care. Vámonos. Can I take my hat? Can I take my?
0: <laughs> see, but they're gonna. You're gonna be in space somewhere performing for like a bunch dude, of aliens.
2: Dude, I'm done. I'm I'm ready for a new audience, bro. I got to. branch space out for you. I got to yeah. branch out. Wherever I'm hot, I'll go, dude. You know, if I've got to go to space and perform. Just make sure I got a helmet with I can breathe on. <laughs> can I have one of those Darth Vader breathers? Yes. <laughs> That'd be cool, man. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, like, alright, I, I know I wrote some, like, quick questions, so I'm just gonna go down them real quick. So, we have mentioned this scene, but who are those guys in the bathroom that are talking crap? Because they're at a convention specifically for Galaxy Quest, and they're trashing everybody from galaxy quest and saying everybody's like look at all these freaks like why are they even there
2: because those guys are losers and they show up at conventions just to be bullies those that's why those guys are there i've seen them
0: I, I don't know. I mean, why would you pay to go in at a convention that you're just
2: because gonna- they're rich, spoiled kids who just have nothing else better to do right. than go to a convention? No, yeah,
3: yeah, it's true. Because I there are like even on comedy shows, there are people,
2: right? Where there are
3: hecklers that show up to shows purposely to heckle.
2: We live in the world, and you know what? If, you, if you're listening to this and you can become your entertainer and a comedian get ready for that because you know what the best the best test is for you to build that confidence because when you get those guys a heckler or someone again hey you're not they've gone in front of thousand to embarrass you you got to hit them back and say yes i do deserve it hear sit your ass down you know it's what i'm kind saying of, it's kind of
0: like that you know maybe maybe it's like um I I I don't know if you have ever seen this, Freddy, but Carlos, you would know. It's probably like from Freaks and Geeks. Remember that one bully kid, Squints, um, oh, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. his name on the show. But he loved all that stuff. But he had to always act all tough. Maybe these guys secretly, they're like, hey, uh, you know, like, let's just say I love Galaxy Quest. Let's make, pretend it's a real thing. And I'm like telling you guys, like, hey, do you want to go uh to this convention and make fun of these guys? Like, it's gonna be stupid. But in reality. I, I, I enjoy it. I love it, but I'm trying to act like a way to be like, hey, this is... It's kind of... You know, they currently do that on Bob's Burgers, if you guys watch that too, with Little Louise and that boy <laughs> band that she loves. She's like, oh, I want to go see this show. Because, you know, they're stupid or whatever. I'm going to win it because it's funny. You know, so maybe these guys are truly fans, but they're just like acting all tough with this friend. Like, yeah, it's so stupid, but in reality, they love it. So, I guess it makes sense for those guys to be there. Or they yeah. could be, like Carlos said, those hecklers or... They're just there. They're gonna be dicks about it. I mean, hell, maybe they could be crew, the cleaning crew, the kitchen crew, something like people that work there and they're just being a-holes. So I guess that makes sense.
2: I used to we used to go to an underground clubs and then we would see those guys that did not belong in there and they would just be there just to like, you know. But then you some of them were like, oh, yeah, I was gonna beat you up, but this is cool. I like the Peshmo now. <laughs> I'm like, all right, dude, all right, here. Have all some right. savor prayer. Here, have a drink, savor prayer
0: when when the Thermians or or as he calls them uh the the termites no dalmatians or termites that um when they show up at nesmet's house and
2: they they ride in a limo who's the limo driver you know what yeah well he said they had a driver
0: is it if a they... Thermian that's driving or is it an actual guy and if it's an actual limo driver where did he go
3: I think it's one of them. But, I mean, I, I do like when they show up to his house because when he's bend, bending over, he's like, help me look for my shoe. <laughs> he's like, he has no pants on.
0: I know. And, and to think about it, you know he's wearing, like, that nude, uh, like, something, like, to give off, like, the impression that he's actually either naked or just in his underwear. So those actors are clearly staring at his butt. So they're, they are looking at, you know, Tim Allen's ass. You know, and they have to play along. And, and I mean,
2: I like I, I was waiting for you to bring up Tim Allen's ass. <laughs> That's
0: how much you love the movie.
2: Ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, if you're eating turkey, this is a Tim Allen ass section of the show. You know, yeah, you're right. Because I just rewinded it. I wi- I rewinded it. Again. I
0: rewinded it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and yeah, you're right. He doesn't wear he's wearing like just just a shirt, you know, and uh, no underwear. So, yeah, he's bent over looking for his shoes. Yeah. And all another part two of the movie. Do you remember when the, he gets zapped back up to the this is towards the end when he gets Zapped back to, to the spaceship. Yeah. And he's now wearing a, a shirt and then the shirt pops up out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> remember that part?
0: Yeah. When, when Are you talking about when he's wait when he's fighting the rock and he loses his shirt? Yeah.
2: Yeah, he loses his shirt or he took his shirt off, right? Or uh, something happens to the shirt. So then he's 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 now just now shirtless. Yeah. And then he gets zapped back up to the uh, spaceship.
1: Oh, I don't want to be in the video. And then
2: he's like, all right. He's like, all right, I'm back and this and that. And then he puts the shirt back on. Where did the shirt come from like did he get zapped back up? i know
0: that this someone gave him a shirt somehow he had a black shirt that he put on i don't they know they were saying that, that
2: they were they were saying that the shirt also zapped up with him and let's just say it did hey it worked right so, but the reason why the reason why because tim Allen did not want to be shirtless throughout that point of the movie and on he was like i'm not going to be shirtless throughout this point and it was like no no you got to bring you got to bring the shirt back up on or else i'm walking
0: <laughs> and i like the, the the minefield scene i didn't mention this earlier when they're going when they're the first time not the second time the first time and just seeing how freaked out and scared they are Laredo driving and Alan oh, yeah, Rickman's yeah. character is like, could you not hit every mind? Like he's like, here you drive. He's like, oh shit. <laughs> and then
2: that, yeah, because it's so funny just to see the like directors that's what I'm saying. It reminded me of the three amigos, you know, they go out to this town. It's got so similarities, but yeah, they're out there and they're like, this is for real. Oh shit. You know, yeah. it's like, <laughs> this is, you know, just, yeah, I like the fact that, you know, that they're like, Hey, whatever you did in the show, do exactly what you did in the show because exactly they <laughs> built it around this. So it should maneuver the way it should from yeah, the history documentation and Tony
0: Shalhoub's character. Um, he's always eating in this movie he's always munching on oh, stuff right right I've, I've noticed i'm like why is he always eating i'm uh i, I you know um let's see uh, i've never caught mention. that actually oh really yeah that guy is always eating Let's see what else. Okay, we did mention. I think when you were gone, Carlos, we did mention how the practical effects and the visual effects still look really good. <laughs> I know, I know those little weird alien green creatures. There's certain moments where, like, they stand up, but they still look pretty uh, good dude, no, for no, a 1999 the, movie. You
2: know what, bro? That impressed me. Those little monsters, a little yeah, bird, they look really. And by the way, I was watching it on a on the screen, and I was like, wow, that looked really good for back then.
0: Yeah. So it's just like there's little things, you know, like that I mean especially those alien creatures the, the whatever they're called the well, guys, or,
2: They I mean. had they had the best effects production team in Hollywood. They had to They had so the money, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they had the money and if yeah, they had the money, they had to do it and that's why it looks so good. And that's what makes a movie like this, you guys. Makes us talk about it like you know, I would now like I'm saying now, Freddie, are you recommending a Tim Allen? Yeah, yeah, I'm recommending this movie. Because <laughs> yeah. see, like never i never in my life thought that I would. Here's you know. a question
0: for you guys. When, okay.
2: When,
3: you, oh, wait, wait, uh, when Freddie starts performing all over again, he's going to do subliminal messages to tell people to watch Tim
2: Allen movies. Exactly. <laughs> this one I met, I'm, I'm going to say lies. I was at Starbucks and Tim Allen was right behind me and he liked behind the wheel. So this is for Tim Allen.
0: you know how like like, freddy you have a whole big screen and it's all like depeche mode related images all it is is gonna be scenes from tim allen movies (laughs)
2: Dude, i'm just gonna free frame that that's gonna that's my new screensaver look tim allen back there right there i'm gonna have t-shirts like what's up with with freddy hey dude i'm a tim allen you gotta support it dude you know it's here subscribe to the page i made a website for tim allen this is my friend. this is my fan club. Devotional,
3: devotional
2: David. What about devotional, <laughs> fuck devotional. Now I'm doing <laughs> Tim Allen. I got no shows, man. I'm not gonna be on stage for a long time. So now I'm building a fan base and promoting Tim Allen. So I even have a Tim Allen band. Come and see the Tim Allen band live streaming.
0: I know you've been doing <laughs> a lot of art lately. Like you'll do Dave Gahan, Mark. I swear to God, dude, I dare you to do one of Tim Allen. Do one of Tim Allen, dude. That would be hilarious.
2: Dude, you just inspired <laughs> me, dude. I'm going to do one.
0: You got to do one, I swear. That would be
2: hilarious. I'm gonna, dude, coming soon. You know what? During this Thanksgiving, because I ain't going anywhere. Yeah. I mean, I, I am going to go to my mom's house and pick up the tamales. they like, Maddie, just throw them over. Throw them over the <laughs> gate. It's OK. I'm just not going to COVID. Throw the tamales over the gate.
1: Yeah.
2: And then, <laughs> and then I'm going to come and paint coming soon, guys. And I'm gonna, and we should give it out.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think we lost Carlos again. Well, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I have, a, I have a, I have a question for you guys that I, I, I don't understand this. Okay. All right. It's like that scene from Independence Day where they're they need pilots, right? And then they're instructing the pilots, and you see Randy Quaid's character. He's like, like you see the general is like, hey, we need pilots. They're they're Area Fifty One, and then Randy Quaid goes you know i'm a pilot i could fly and then they start train you know telling them this is what we're going to do how we're going to fight these aliens and he, goes, he he stands up and be like i just want to let you guys know that you know when i was abducted and blah 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 and the, they look at like the the generals look at each other like like he's crazy and that always bothered me in that scene because it's like clearly he's not crazy because they're literally going to go fight some aliens aliens are real they exist so he's not crazy. He was telling the truth this whole goddamn time. Well, there's a similar scene in this movie because, okay, in the beginning of the movie, when uh, Nesmith bumps into Justin Long and he goes to the table, he's like, "Hey, everything's real. I've been in space." And they're like, "Yeah, sure." And he shows them the communicator. It's a, you know, it's not a, it's not a real communicator. It's a toy. They're in space. Once they find out everything's real all this stuff they they're on the planet and then that's when he's like he tells the L- Laredo, like hey I need you to do a signal he goes caw-caw, caw-caw, whatever he's like why are you gonna do that just call me on this he shows him the communicator and Laredo looks at him like he's like he's crazy like oh yeah no that's not real clearly it's real so it, it, it bothers me why does he give him that weird look because no, then I,
3: he, he gives him that, that look of like oh yeah you're right like he gives him a look of like i'm stupid like why didn't i think of that
0: that's what that is
3: yeah oh
0: okay because for years i've always thought he's giving them a look like like you're dumb like this isn't like like, that's not real
3: at that moment it's like he really yeah i I love that moment because that's where he it's like they know where they're at and all that but at the same time they forget so when he sees that and he tells them he's like oh oh yeah like he, he it's it's him feeling stupid that he didn't think of that
0: damn that, okay that makes a hell of a lot more sense all right well then there you go you cleared it up for me now when i watch it i'm gonna look at it with that intent and be like oh yeah it's probably gonna stand out okay all right so then there we go um
3: it's more of a he made him look like an idiot kind of look
0: yeah and then uh one of the things is just like a weird co- a continuity error when he goes to the quarters and he sees a long line of, of, of them saluting, it's a massive line. Later on, when they when they open the thing to like suffocate them, that room is really small. So it's like earlier it's stupid long, and then right in the later on it's a tiny room. It's just a little continuity error that always bothered me whenever I see. I'm like, I thought this room was supposed to be stupid long, and it's all short because he's in the room with them. So it always bothered me. Other than that, that was everything that I wrote down. So yeah. Uh, I give it, you know, obviously a 10. Freddie, he's been recommending it this whole episode. Tim it's a Allen great fan film.
2: film. I'm a Tim Allen fan now. Thank you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. All right, man. Get so your here. t-shirts. Tim Allen t-shirts for Christmas.
0: So there you have well, it, ladies I mean, and gentlemen. Speaking We're of to Tim
3: Allen, ahead. today is also the 25th anniversary of Toy Story. Yeah, Yeah,
0: yeah 25 years of Toy Story. Uh, I'm going to watch that tonight. <laughs> He's gonna start I'm gonna roll. it.
2: I'm gonna roll, and, you know, <laughs> going down Tim Allen's catalog.
0: So you're so then Freddie. That's what you're gonna be doing for for Thanksgiving. I know we really didn't get into Thanksgiving earlier, so you're gonna be eating tamales for Thanksgiving. Yes.
2: eating tamales and pozole thanks to my mother, and uh, staying here with my girl and my dog and my cats, and painting that Tim Allen uh, portrait. You know, that's all yeah. I'm gonna do. I have a lot of time in the world so it's gonna be muy bonito. Yeah uh
0: for us, uh, well actually I don't even I'm not even sure anymore because you know Carlos is is uh, sick, so who knows what's going on right and now. No more or
1: less
3: by Tuesday, so
0: yeah, we'll know by Tuesday, but normally what we do the we do the traditional though. I know we have what, what was it Carlos to this day, we have one of the worst Thanksgivings. Uh Carlos he was still in school, so oh, your holiday.
3: Was, I want to say that, that was my 6th grade, so either 2001. It was 2000 cuz
0: I had not started rainforest yet and I had just left Taco Bell.
3: Oh, okay, then yeah. But yeah, my, my four day weekend was spent on top of a roof, <laughs> re-roofing. My dad dude, it's, how
2: was was it an ink how deep was the incline? I mean, how was the incline on roofs? Old school or straight on you know?
0: it's just it's just a regular house, you know. So we just it's we could just put the ladder and climb up there, but okay my dad is that just that that the typical, you know, uh, freaking Mexican that wake up, go outside and clean. So yeah, that exactly. week That week, Carlos was on break, and me, freaking, I had just left, you know, Taco Bell, and I was going to go start a new job, but for that month, I was available, so that week, for Carlos's break, every day, we spent on the roof, and on Thanksgiving, it was literally wake up, and I always had a tradition, since I was young, I would help my mom prep Thanksgiving dinner, all this and that, and what did we do? We literally woke up, got dressed, spent all day on the roof. My mom's over there in the kitchen, just slaving away by herself. She calls us that it's ready. All we do is go down, clean ourselves up real quick, eat, and go right back up after we're done eating. That was Thanksgiving. One of the worst Thanksgiving because my dad is like, no, we got to work on
2: the roof. Hey, that hey, is- hey, hey. In your dad's defense, but isn't that raining in your house, eh? Isn't yeah, that I don't raining? know about that. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work.
1: <laughs> I, I just oh, that, like, don't it tell me you have 14 layers.
2: Don't tell me you got 14 layers of roofing cuz that's that's cheating. I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> "Hey man, your roof is this high, but why is it have you look like a mountain, eh? Ah, oh, my dad, put a <laughs> It felt
3: like a movie moment though cuz I remember being on the roof every I mean it's since it's Thanksgiving and like looking at like different yards all in the area and you just see families all playing together, laughing, and there I am like with the damn hammer trying to take out nails.
2: I I've, I've been there. Stuff. I've been there, bro. I remember, yeah, my dad was like that. Like, but see, their dad wanted just to finish the project because he was also was like, I want to get, I mean, how many kids do I have? Three, all right. Hey, cabrondes, mingas, ba Let's go. That's all it was, man. What are you guys going to do? We're going to build a ship by the end of Friday and she be ready to launch. <laughs> so you know re- share those moments you're gonna remember those moments of your dad and- well
0: we yeah we have a story now hated it then it's, it's just a fun story now you know I yeah, we, to my fit- go we got we got sent to go
3: get uh <laughs> we got sent to go get uh the pumpkin pies and we took like a half hour <laughs> even though it was down the street <laughs>
0: We took our sweet, oh, I forgot about that. We took our sweet ass time because I was like, F that. I don't want to go back. So we took our time.
2: You know, it's funny. I, we used to do family gatherings too. And sometimes family gatherings, you know, you're like, oh, I need to get away, man. Michael, I want to give you a kiss later, Tia. I'll be back. What? what do you guys want? Anyway, <laughs> I got to go to the 7-Eleven. I'm going to 7-Eleven. All right. And then you would go, right? And then you would take forever. You're like, go in the car or whatever, call someone, go to the store and come back. And are like, hey, you took forever. And your dad's like, hey, it takes forever, an hour and a half. This corner is right here.
0: <laughs> I thought it was for us, but I'm like, it's it, oh, Dad, it, it, it was, was traffic, Long
2: long, long line. Line. and then there was a shooting. And then some lady got run over, and then she was selling tamales. I had to pick up the tamales from the street because you know it's an <laughs> Atlantic. You know, I had to help her. I did my good deed. I'm here now. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving, yeah,
0: <laughs> happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, pumpkin pie, enjoy. I love pumpkin pie, so yeah, and then uh, I know, uh. There is a, a story I wanted, Carlos wanted to share with me. I never heard it. He texted me about it. So I said, you know what? I want to hear it for the first time, saving for the show. But he had talked about uh, one of our neighbors or, or that
3: almost killed him with a bean and cheese burrito. <laughs> uh, Yeah, it was, uh, my, we used to have a neighbor. We used to run out the the garage to our neighbor. Oh, Well, to somebody. And she had a son. And it was one of those moments where, I mean, he didn't have an older brother or anything like that. So it's kind of like the older brother who like, hey, can you come over to pass a video game for me? Yeah. So I went over to go play uh, Donkey Kong Country 64. And I'm playing. And she had asked me like, oh, are you hungry? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. So she packed me like this massive bean and cheese burrito. And I took a bite out of it. Oh, man, that's pretty good. But she like put a lot of cheese on oh, that damn thing, like she mixed a okay. lot of cheese. So okay. I start biting and eating, and then like I don't know what the hell happened. Like I know I chewed, but for some odd reason, like I ended up choking from the cheese. Like oh. it was just there. And I remember like trying to pull it out. Oh my like a magician pulling out oh. like a magician
1: pulling out like
3: the you know handkerchiefs and so I'm going and this little boy's looking at me like ah!
1: And oh I'm my like, god,
3: And <laughs> Like, and I see my eyes, like I feel my eyes getting watery, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm a duck cheese There's like a bunch of handkerchiefs just coming out of your mouth. That's honest. That that's what it felt like, but it said it was just cheese. Like, oh I kept pulling, and finally I got it out. And I'm like, and this kid just looks at me like holding a 64 controller. And after as soon as I was done, he just handed it back to me like he didn't care. Oh He's God. like, are you done dying? Finish you, the level.
2: I've seen that. My, I was like, why do you care? Oh, he, my mom does that to everyone who comes over and plays with me.
0: <laughs>
2: oh like my God, dude. That, I'm, so, I'm so sorry, bro. Tony, don't Tony, eat, don't eat bean and cheese burritos, bro.
0: <laughs> that nah. happened to me once at that's Berry farm it was a, a cheese corn dog you know the corn dog but it's only cheese i bit into it and i swallowed it but the this oh. was still so it's still attached to the corn dog but i already swallowed it so i'm like oh, oh.
2: <laughs> <That> <laughs>
0: shit happens man
2: chew remember to chew guys i know it
0: tastes
2: <laughs> <gonna swallow. laughs> but i want this <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta chew i'm excited man
0: <laughs> All right, man. Well, there we have it for Galaxy Quest. Let me give you guys a a song of the week for this week. I'm, I wanted to give you something, you know, themed of uh, a freaking for for space and so on and so forth. So I thought this week I'm gonna give you the band M83 because I know they get their name from it's either uh it, it's a ga- a galaxy out that's called M83 and that's how they got their name. I
2: thought it was a firework.
1: <laughs> i was like hey i'm
2: gonna throw some m83s i, thought I was an no this one's an 83 dude <laughs> so yeah so the band that i'm giving you is m83
0: it's from the album hurry up we're dreaming and uh the song that i want to give you this week it's um, uh, it's also the music video It's very spacey because the music video was directed by uh bryce dallas howard who recently did the newest episode uh, oh, no, no, the last week's episode of The Mandalorian. And the, and the music video actually features, like, this girl, teenage alien, who comes and goes to high school or some shit like that. So I was like, oh, I want to give you this song. And the song that I want to give you is Claudia Lewis. I love that song. It is such a great song. I mean, the album alone, it's a, it's a double album very much inspired by the Smashing Pumpkins double album, Melancholy and the Infant Sadness. Um, this song, the uh, it's a good way to give you space-related song. So that's my pick this week. I, you know, I want to say more, but I saw the time right now and I'm like, holy shit, so I'm not going to go too long anymore. So yeah, so my my pick this week is Claudia Lewis by the band M83, ladies and gentlemen. Alright, well there we have it ladies and gentlemen. That's, that's, uh,
1: thank you, thank you very much. You. Happy thank holidays. You. So uh, before
0: we go, everybody give your give your uh Thanksgiving wish or whatever to everybody to the fans out there.
3: Everyone feel good. I mean I, I got through this episode even though I was feeling like crap for most of it, but I, I made it for you guys. I kept you drinking think? orange juice throughout this whole episode for you guys.
2: <laughs> and, and don't forget to <laughs> have Savannah, mira, seven I yeah. A- A- not... You need some beaks. Some beaks, mira, you put it on you put it on your chest, you mira isas gone no no seriously take care you know drink liquids and and uh, yeah this is this is what's know, been saving possibly. me right now
0: <laughs> donald Duck. <laughs> <You> know,
1: <laughs> and
0: it sucks too because like carlos has been looking forward to this episode and then the day you get, he's like oh man i'm all fucking thick <laughs> that sucks all right so yeah everybody have a good thanksgiving i hope you guys have a great time uh don't go too crazy. Don't be out and about.
2: Um be safe. Cover your, you know, if you're going to be out there, cover yourself. But if, you know, just be home. So that way we can get back with our life. Yeah, just Freddie to needs to go out and perform, man. Yeah, I've been, I need to get out. I'm not, you know, I, I need to get out and, uh, but, you know, I understand. And no, or
3: Freddie. On. You and I are going to collab. We're going to do a comedy music album.
2: Oh, dude, let's do it. I'm ready. I'm ready.
0: It's going to be titled Tim Allen
2: <laughs> Tim Allen. They're all. All the songs are going to be inspired by Tim Allen. It's the yeah, Tim Allen gonna, tribute album.
0: Yeah, track two is going to be called Ho Ho Ho. You know, or whatever. And, and like, then the other one,
2: track two is going to. Oh. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's
0: what I was trying to do. <laughs> you know, track four is going to be called the Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Wild dogs. It's all just titles from his movies. Oh yeah. Exactly. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm glad you guys uh, tuned in. It's been fun talking about freaking Thanksgiving, the hot dog lady. Galaxy Quest, but I think it's time that we hop into that DeLorean and travel back to the future.